0: Matt LaFleur says Jordan Love could end up playing quite a bit in the preseason. Why that is about so much more than just Jordan Love, plus some crucial injury updates, some good and some bad, and why it's essential that we know for sure now Matt LaFleur was the tip of the spear when it comes to bringing in, when it comes to wanting Jordan Love to be their first-round pick back in 2020. All of that on today's show. Caught by Watson. You are locked on Packers. He's got great speed. Your daily Green Bay Packers podcast. Christian Watson down the sideline. Locked on podcast network. And he will score. Your team every day. You are locked on Packers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Peter Bukowski, and I cover the Packers for the Leap And this episode of Locked on Packers is brought to you by eBay Motors. A championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. It's the same with your vehicle. Stay in the game with eBay Guaranteed Fit. eBayMotors.com. eBay Guaranteed Fit. Only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items apply and exclusions also apply. By the way, I know for those of you watching on YouTube, there is no link that I point to. And if you've never watched me on YouTube, you have no idea what I'm talking about. But when I say a newsletter, I love to subscribe to, I would love for you to subscribe to. I don't even know my own bit, apparently. I I point in the air, like I'm pointing, like some people do that on YouTube, where you point to something and say, click the link below, or the I guess below. I know, I know that there's nothing there. There's never been anything there. There's never been an intentionality to have anything there. It was just sort of a funny bit I started doing, funny, maybe only to me, clearly only to me, if I keep getting messages like, hey. You know there's no link there, right? Yes. I know. Okay. I know. It's just a bit. <laughs> okay. Uh we have some some Jordan Love talk today. And there's gonna be plenty of Jordan Love talk. And I don't I don't want to um beat a dead horse on this mostly because I don't think the horse is dead. Like so, in a lot of ways, I, I don't think we can overdo it with Jordan Love stuff. What I don't want to do is live the roller coaster of oh today was a good day at training camp oh today missed some throws like i we're probably gonna do a little bit of that but my intention is to is to ride that roller coaster as little as possible understanding that you guys want the daily coverage you want the minutia that's what you're here for that's what we do on this show in a lot of ways and so we have we have to do some of it but i don't want to live and die with it still We heard from Matt LaFleur and Brian Gutekunst about um, this team, their thoughts. Matt LaFleur asked about a slew of different things. We're going to talk about the injury stuff. There's some some really positive news, I think, um, with with two key players and then some not so great news that we got. So we're going to get to all of that. But there was this bit about Jordan Love playing in the preseason. And Matt LaFleur implied that there's a good chance he plays a lot but that it's all going to be based on workload that if he ends up with a ton of throws in joint practices or just in regular training camp let's say you have an injury at quarterback and you can't get it filled and so a couple of days go by and Jordan Love is doing maybe more work than you want you're going to ratchet it back maybe he plays a little bit less what he said though I found interesting that it's not just about Jordan Love It's about everyone else. And the reason that that quote stood out to me was because that is exactly what we were saying on this show, Everydayers Will Remember, last spring and summer about Aaron Rodgers. That it's one thing for him to have an encyclopedic knowledge of the playbook. It's one thing for him to know every defense that that is going to be thrown at this Packers team. It is one thing for him to be comfortable in any situation and not need to practice and not need to play in the preseason. But if you are trying to maximize your opportunities to build chemistry on the fly, to make sure all of the nuances that are so important to you, Aaron Rodgers, then it's not just about you having a PhD understanding of the offense and of the game of football it is about helping those who have a 101 a freshman level a sophomore understanding by nfl standards right it's not like these guys don't know ball but the nfl is just a different thing and so they don't they don't have it there yet so it's not just for jordan love who's been in the league now 3 years he is more experienced than every single player who he will be throwing passes to on a regular basis save Josiah Deguara. And Josiah Deguara, kind of like Jordan Love, missed all of 2020 and has not really had a significant role on this team. So I think you can make the case that Jordan Love is more experienced than all of those guys, certainly more experienced in terms of being in the NFL than Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, Jaden Reed, Samori Toure, all those guys, of course, Jaden Reed. Tucker Craft, Luke Musgrave, their rookies, it it matters having him get live game reps with these young players. That stuff matters. And not not to gild the lily on this, but there's a reason Aaron Rodgers showed up to training camp. I've mentioned this a million times, or spring ball, to OTAs. Because those reps have value when you're trying to get to know people, when you're trying to put things together, when you're trying to build a new offense and and make no mistake for as much as there's going to be similarities with what the Packers did last year and what they're going to do this year, it is important that it's not going to be the exact same set of concepts. It's not going to be taught the exact same way. We talked about this yesterday on the show about the importance of Matt LaFleur's singular vision. Well, if that's the case, and you don't have Aaron Rodgers there pulling it in a slightly different direction and pulling receivers aside and saying, I want these adjustments, I need you to run it this way, all of those things, then it's really important that you get those reps with Jordan Love. If Now, if you're going to teach it one way, and it's just going to be run that way, okay. But if, for example, in the preseason, You have a starting quarterback who's not going to play, but your starting receivers are going to play. Guys like Romeo Dobbs, who you need a lot from. That's not optimal to me. So if Jaden Reed needs those preseason reps, and he probably does, and if Luke Musgrave needs those preseason reps, and he probably does, it's not optimal. It's not bad, but it's not optimal if that's Sean Clifford. If that's Danny Etling, even if it's Nick Foles or insert veteran quarterback X, it's just not optimal. The optimal thing is for it to be Jordan Love because he's going to throw that play action strike route a certain kind of way. It's nice to get used to that in live game opportunities. You want him. To see the game through your eyes and vice versa well then you need to be on the field seeing literally the same defense in real time together the only way to get on the same page is to get on the same page and the only way to do that is to do it together you can't get on the same page if you're not reading the same book and and that's what would be happening so If if Luke Musgrave needs those reps, and he does. If Tucker Craft needs those reps, and he does. If Jaden Reed needs those reps, and he does. Hell, if Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson need those reps. And to some degree, they do because they need them with Jordan Love in an offense that's going to be called and run and designed a little bit differently than it was last year. And that's like on the, on the, I don't, it's not even the optimistic side. It is definitely going to be a little different. I don't think it's going to be a lot different, but it's going to be some degree of different. And I think more than just the normal variance from year to year. So it's really useful to get these reps in. It's not just about Jordan Love playing. It's about Jordan Love playing with Christian Watson. It's about Jordan Love playing with Romeo Dobbs, even though those guys have NFL experience. In fact, those receivers have more game experience than Jordan Love. So getting them on the same page, having them react to defenses in real time and go, okay, you're seeing this, let's let's figure out this. Let's do it this way. You're trying to build some sweat equity a, a kind of out of nothing because they just haven't had those opportunities. Giving them every game opportunity before the games matter is a better way than trying to do it piecemeal okay, well, you you play over here and that's okay, and then you play over here and that's okay. And when you come together, it'll just work. Like, will it? Are you sure? How can you be sure about that? you, you, sh- you sure about that? I'm I'm not sure about that. So these are opportunities that are valuable, not just to people like Jordan Love or Tucker Kraft or Luke Musgrave who have an experience. But to everyone, because they all they, it it takes eleven. There's a reason the cliche is just do your one eleventh. If you've never done your one eleventh with the other ten guys on the field who you're going to be sharing the field with in the regular season, that's not ideal. So to do that in a consequence, it's not consequence free because of course you can always be hurt or whatever. But in a in in games that don't count. I always say preseason games matter. They don't count. Those situations matter and they matter for your team moving forward. I I am glad, not just for my own selfishness that I want to watch them. I want to see them as soon as possible. I think it is optimal for them to to get these opportunities together. All right, a lot of injury stuff to get to. We will do that in just a second here Unlocked on Packers. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at BetterHelp. Sometimes being the best version of yourself is as simple as getting a little help making a decision where you don't know, should I go left? Should I go right? There's this fork in the road. Sometimes it's just about what do I spend my time on? Can I find a little bit better work-life balance? It could be decisions about career, about relationships. Therapy helps you stay connected to what you really want while you navigate life so you can move forward with confidence and excitement. Trusting yourself to make decisions that align with your values is like anything. The more you practice, the easier it gets. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash locked on to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H E L P.com slash locked on. And thanks for making Locked On Packers your first listen every day. Every day, as training camp opens today, we will have everything you need to know about what happened, what matters, what doesn't on our show. Tomorrow, I can't wait to finally be talking about football, football once again. Mark Murphy has a bad poker face, so does Matt LaFleur, which is good for us because he is a football cliche machine. I don't think it is out of, um, I don't think it is out of any desire to be uninteresting. I don't. I don't think he is uninteresting. I think he has just been brought up in this world where football cliches are life, uh, and not to go too Ted Lasso on it, but he's he's really not good at hiding it. And so when he doesn't like something, it's going to come out. And when he's trying to sugarcoat something, it's going to be obvious. And that's that is a by the way a great trait to having someone. As a content creator, trying to trying to watch, it's also a great trait to have in like a friend, a partner, because they can't BS you. He seemed and and he's had experience being too optimistic about players, and I think it jaded him. and And we saw it last year with David Bakhtiari He got to a certain point where he's just like, "We're not talking about it. I'm optimistic, but we'll see. Like, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see." And then it was just like, "I don't know." And it got to that place. Well, whether it's because David is back on the field and doing stuff or what, this team seems really optimistic about what's going on with Eric Stokes and Rashawn Gary. That they are going to be, it it sure seems like we are trending toward them playing week one. That they will come off the pup list before. The, the regular season begins. Now, whether or not that means they're ready for week one versus week two, week three, week four. Remember, you know, David Bakhtiari came off. Alan Jenkins came off. But then you don't have your full complement of guys for week one. But then, you know, week two, week three, all of a sudden now you've got your guys out there. That part is not really that important, whether it's week one or week three. If they come off the physically unable to perform list, if they get cleared to practice in August, that is huge for this team because it means you don't have to wait. They got hurt in week nine. Season ending serious injuries. ACL is can be a nine month recovery now. So getting back, you know, September-ish is not crazy for sure. It That's closer to, to a year. But, you know, it's not quite right. But it's, it's nine, 10 months. Not having to worry about who's going to start in the absence of Rashawn Gary. That's great. Getting to figure out, okay, what's the best opportunity for this matchup this week to play Eric Stokes? Where does he best fit in? To be able to see where he is physically to to the point that we made at the top of the show about getting these guys together. Who does he fit best with? Where, Where does Russell Douglas fit? Where does Keyshawn Nixon fit? Can, can Jair Alexander play some in the slot? Is Darnell Savage going to play some in the slot? Can Russell Douglas play some safety? If you get Eric Stokes cleared now, you can experiment a little bit more with Jair in the slot or Russell Douglas had safety, those kinds of things. If he can't be back until week two, week three, week four, you have your team and that's it. And so... This is this is really, really good news, not just because you get two young, good, talented players who are, I think, theoretically going to be the core of your team moving forward. Rashawn Gary is going to get paid, hopefully not Nick Bosa money because he's trying to get 30 million, but he's going to get a nice contract. Eric Stokes, a young core member of this team. If this defense is going to be as good as its talent, they're going to need these guys it's just it's just better than not like it, it this is not a wild take but it does matter getting them in August versus September even in a year where you're not competing for a Super Bowl at, at the highest level because you want to see what what your secondary looks like You want to give Lucas Van Ness the chance to grow and develop and not beat his head against a brick wall, get discouraged or anything like that. Like like we heard Eddie McGilvray in our rookie orientation series about LVN talk about this guy doesn't even know how good he is yet. Well, you want to keep that confidence going. He's starting to figure it out. He's starting to put these things together. You want to keep that momentum going. And if he gets out there and has to play too many snaps before he's quite ready, that can hurt your confidence. And then that, that has this cascading effect that, okay, now you're down on yourself. You're not playing with the same force and force is his game. Things just fit better into place when you have those guys. And that's not, again, a revelatory statement because these are preferred starters in a perfect world. Although, you know, we don't know what this, the situation is quite with Eric Stokes. Now, the other side of this is Tarvarius Moore is on the NFI list, which means he was hurt away from the facility. Who's playing safety? Maybe Jonathan Owens, maybe Rudy Ford, Darnell Savage. And what you had Matt LaFleur was saying, saying was hopefully two guys step forward. Well, that's not exactly a vote of confidence in Darnell Savage. You don't love that. Not ideal. And they don't seem at all interested in bringing anybody in. They had a, a whole slew of guys in for workouts over the last week. A bunch of receivers, because you don't have Grant DuBose and and Jeff Cotton. Uh, A bunch of QBs, even though you just got Magoo, which is a great name. Uh, You you don't really have much behind Jordan Love. I've talked about this. I don't love that strategy. They don't seem that interested in making a move in safety. Now, maybe they're just waiting. I'm not optimistic. They don't seem to be that worried about it, but they're still like, "Well, we hope some. We hope two. It's not just we hope someone. We hope two guys. We hope two guys step forward." <sighs> Yikes! Yikes! And again, I've, I've made this point over and over. And speaking of hitting yourself into a brick wall, it feels like I'm doing that with my head. That I'm just like banging it and banging it and banging. It. I'm, I'm concussed. I'm in concussion protocol over this they just don't seem that interested in it and they don't have young players. This isn't like the tight end position where you have young guys you want to play. It's not like the receiver position where you have young guys you want to play. They don't have anybody. They don't have anybody. So it just, it doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense to me. So, we'll see how, like if they go out and they sign John Johnson the third tomorrow, I'll be like, okay, I got it. I understand where they're going. They played this out for as long as they could. They saw what they had in these young players. And if like by the fourth day of camp, they're like, you know, it's not going to, it's not going to work. Then I'll be like, okay, I, I at least see the point there. They tried it. Now go get your guy, but you kind of, you kind of know. Right? Like you should know at this point, I think. All right, we're gonna finish up here with a little nugget from a story Ryan Wood did in Packers News. Uh, just a second here on Locked on Packers. Thanks to everyone who makes Locked on Packers, their first listen every day. Every day, or go check out the leap. We have a story up from Jason Hershorn today. It is a newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. Um, and then go check out Locked On Sports today. Our all sports, our flagship show here on the Locked On Podcast Network that I host. It is the biggest stories in sports, almost always in under twenty minutes. So go check that out. It's on YouTube. It's wherever you get podcasts. All that fun stuff. There was this great nugget in Ryan Woods' feature on Jordan Love that came out yesterday about Matt Lafleur getting in contact with Jordan Love's old coach, and what the coach said was. That Matt LaFleur, you know, got connected to him through a colleague. We're talking fall 19. So Matt LaFleur just on the job. And I have brought this up before that Ty Dunn reported that this coach, his old coach at Utah State, said no team showed more interest in Jordan Love than the Packers. And that Matt LaFleur was one of those guys that had reached out to make calls. Well, this new reporting makes it seem like not only was Matt LaFleur one of the guys reaching out, making calls. Matt LaFleur was the guy. Texting, calling, checking in, like borderline recruiting Jordan Love. What's what's the makeup? What's the, what's the personality like? What's the leadership like? What's the work ethic like? He... Has been with Aaron Rodgers. I, I swear I almost said Brett Favre. He has been with Aaron Rodgers for just a few months. And Matt LaFleur, who must... I have to believe that when he came in, part of the conversation was, if you want to go get your quarterback in next year's draft, go do that. Not this year. Not the 2019 draft. But next year, because they're doing it right away, scouting Jordan Love. And maybe, maybe, and and maybe we'll never get the real answer, but maybe, maybe Matt LaFleur, who was the OC in Tennessee and a former quarterbacks coach, just happened to see Jordan Love in one game, one time, and became infatuated with the guy and just said, hey, there's something here. Let me see what this is. That seems unlikely to me. They He targeted this guy. He saw this guy play or was told, hey, look out for this guy, do some digging on this guy, and he did it. He dug. Don't let anyone tell you that he was not part of the driving force. This was not some Brian Gudikins, Mark Murphy, gone rogue, they want their guy. If it was a they want their guy thing, it was Matt LaFleur's guy, maybe more than anyone. Because in the fall, you're like... You're, yes, you have you maybe have some reports, but he's an underclassman. He had one year of starting experience. There's no guarantee he's coming out in that draft. malaflor is scouting him. Why does that matter? Why am I so worked up over this? It is not just that what you want is having a great quarterback. It is, of course, that you want a great quarterback. But what you want is the right quarterback. And I don't mean like the perfect scheme fit because I think any good coach is going to be able to adjust to a quarterback's strengths and weaknesses and those kinds of things. But if you want a quarterback, if your offense, we we touched on this a little yesterday, if your offense is predicated on all this stuff and you have a quarterback that doesn't want to do it, it matters that you have a quarterback that you picked. It makes that relationship easier. It makes play designing different. It makes game calling different because this was the guy you were excited to work with. It's a little bit different skin in the game when you picked that guy. And when you look around, Andy Reid, all-time play caller, offensive coach, he traded up to get his guy. Patrick Mahomes, they bet on talent, but that was his guy. The Rams went to a Super Bowl, then traded for Matthew Stafford. The 49ers, they went to get Trey Lance, by the way, Kyle Shanahan. It seems like he really did want Mac Jones. He wanted a button pusher. He wanted the highest level button pusher he could get. That's why he wants Kirk Cousins. That someday, Kirk Cousins will be a 49er. Maybe that day is next year. It is is about finding a match. There was a match between Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Between Brett Favre and Mike Holmgren. Holmgren had things Brett Favre needed. Mike McCarthy had things Aaron Rodgers needed. That fit, that balance. It's not just about having the talent. It's about having the right fit, having the right player. And I think the skin in the game matters. I think you're going to approach this differently. And when you have a player who you think is going to do everything that you ask him to do and, and has the ability to be coached in that way, that is empowering as a coach, and then that confidence trickles down to your quarterback and is reciprocated. And now, me as a quarterback, I have confidence in you as a coach because you put your faith in me, and now I'm I'm busting my ass for you. Why do you think Matt Lafleur had to be so calculated and so so def- def- dis- like he all he did was deflect from criticism of Aaron Rodgers. Because he knew that's what he needed to do for Aaron Rodgers to stay as in on Matt LaFleur as he could stay. To me, it matters. The how and the why matters. That's what we do at this show for crying out loud. So the fact that Matt LaFleur not only was on board with the Jordan Love pick, but actively wanted Jordan Love. I think that that has tangible benefits to this team to 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 where they're going and to the relationship that they can form does it help on the field we'll see follow me on twitter peter underscore Are we still calling it twitter follow me on x Ugh, god i don't know man you know where it is it's peter it's peter on that on that website that app um the podcast is at locked on packers uh, like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever podcast? podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you'll find Locked On Packers. And anytime you want to come hang out with us live, we're live on YouTube, so you can stay locked on.